Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Welcome to Brick by Brick, a podcast produced by Move Your Mind, committed to changing the construction industry, one conversation at a time. The best way to make a change in mental health, or anything in life for that matter, is to take matters into your own hands. On this episode, I spoke to Aaron Huey, who's a wellness and personal development coach for tradies. He saw firsthand how many issues there are in this industry and decided to do something about it. As a carpenter father and failed ex-husband, Aaron has been through his own journey with mental health and personal growth. Working his way up to management, he's seen and experienced the highs and lows of construction and the impact that the fast-paced, pressure-driven work can have on tradies at home and on site. He's incredibly passionate about helping to motivate and empower men in the industry to improve their mental health, wellness, and their outlook on life, improve their relationships, and drive them towards their goals and dreams of living and creating a happy and thriving life. I spoke to Aaron about his journey, about mental health in construction, and many other topics. It was a really great conversation. I hope you all enjoy. A huge thank you to Len Lease for sponsoring this podcast and allowing us to do what we do. They're doing incredible work in the construction industry to raise awareness about mental health, and more broadly, they're setting an example. I hope you enjoy the episode. Huey, thank you for making the time to come on my podcast. It's fantastic to see what you're doing. And as for this new podcast, Brick by Brick, uh, you're one of the, you know, one of the guests we wanted to get on here because you're, you're setting an example and we need more people like you, more men like you, especially. So, yeah, thank you for making the time. I appreciate it for having me, uh, having me on, reaching out. I am, um, as I say, I had... I had saw what you were doing with the Move Your Mind stuff, and I, you were on my list to um, ask to come on. So you, you, you and Warren beat me to it. So I, I appreciate you having me on, especially with what you're doing with the, the brick by brick. I think it's an awesome, awesome idea. Yeah, it's been interesting because with uh, with the Move Your Mind business, we have been you know working in different organisations, and naturally just started working more with uh, construction with that industry, and and that led to then doing the um, a trial of the um, podcast series interviewing people in the industry and we just had such a huge response you know we started putting these out there um, towards the end of last year and so many people were reaching out and uh, it just showed us you know I think people are desperately wanting to hear from people in the industry and to be educated to be able to talk about it because it just hasn't been done enough and it is happening a bit more now but it seems like it's you know, like mental health in general, but I think especially in this industry, it's we we need you know more conversations, more people like you out there, you know, spreading this message and you know getting out to people. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, I think the more podcasts like this, the the better because you know a lot of guys now you know they listen to podcasts or they listen to audibles, whether it's on their way to work or whether it's at work. You know, they choose and it, it, me for one, I always choose podcasts and audibles to get educated about things 
rather than, you know, listen to the, the news or, you know, the, the kind of mediocre stuff. Whereas these type of podcasts, people can put them in their ears while they're working and they can, you know, they can hear that there's other people going through the same stuff. Um, and I, I lead by example of, you know, I've been there, I've seen there, I've done it, the good, the bad and the ugly. And the more you speak about it, the more, you know, guys will resonate with it and think, oh, you know, I'm actually not the only one who feels like this on a day to day basis or I'm not the only one who's having these issues. Whereas when you're going through that kind of, you know, the mental health battle, you know, your, your thoughts become very internal and you think you're the only one going through this and, you know, very isolated in your own head sometimes, even though you can be, you know, you can be on a site with, you know, two, three hundred men. Um, it feels very internal when you're going through that, you know, no one understands your problems. So like, you know, what you, you're doing with the speaking about it and, you know, what I'm doing about raising awareness about, yeah, this is this is how it is, but it's not what it has to be. You know, there's ways that we can, you know, manage our stress. You know, there's ways we can manage our anxiety. There's ways we can look at life, our jobs slightly differently. And just those little incremental changes help you progress. But if no one's talking about them, then nobody knows that they're there. No one knows how to do them. And specifically with the construction industry, what I've found over the past, you know, three years of my own progression into coaching, but also my own personal development that I never did before. There's so much things that as tradies were not told. Mm -hmm. um, it's just suck it up and get on with it, which is, you know, we all know it's not a great mentality. We've had generations of men who have done that. And that's probably why we now have generations of, you know, air quotes, broken men who don't really know how to open up about their stuff because they were never taught. And it's education and it's also you know showing the older guys that yes this is the way it was you know it didn't really work for us now there's a slight change but also for the new guys coming up who you know the apprentices are like 21 22 23 you think they're invincible because you know they're, you know, they're we get paid well as tradies so you know they've got all this money when they're really young they've got you know they're doing all of the whatever they do at the weekend it's to educate them that yeah it's awesome now but this is what could happen once you start running your own business so once you start having a family and these are the tools to help manage yourself when you get into that stress anxiety the you know this is what could happen so it's 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 a double-edged sword of educating the old guys and educating the new guys you're dead right and and that's the thing it's sort of when you're not taught this stuff or you haven't spoken out about it you often tell yourself that story that you know what's wrong with me why am i weak what why am i finding this harder than everyone else you shame yourself you feel guilt and it can be so lonely like you're saying you know you could be out with 200 other guys and bottling it all up and feeling horrible because you you're thinking yeah, well they all seem fine you know i must be broken where the reality is everyone every single person has their own version of these ups and downs, you know, we're all human. It's like impossible not to. Uh, and, and yeah, the, the culture, I guess, is so ingrained in, in this construction industry because it's just been, you know, male dominated. It's been, like you said, push things under a rug. It's been about just moving, pushing forward and, and the, the, the money's good, but the, the demands and the hours are so, are so high that a lot of the time, you know, it's very hard to maintain balance and, you know, have good relationships outside of work. So, uh, yeah, it's just, it's a, it's a big thing. So I guess like, anyway, what, what I'm interested in learning is, um, about your story, you know, how did you, 
come to doing what you do now? Um, what, yeah, tell, tell me about your story and what you went through and um, what was the yeah. catalyst, I guess, for you making that change and then, you know, what you actually do now? Yeah, so it, it all kind of came to head about five, four months, six years ago now, I think. So I have obviously an accent. I'm not from here. So originally from the UK, Scotland and, and Ireland. And me and my, my wife moved out here in 2012, 2011, came traveling, decided wanted to stay. And you know, everything was going well, living in Australia. I've always wanted to come here. So it was like living the dream type thing, you know, living, working, everything was good. We had our first had a first daughter so you know kind of ticking all the boxes that you should do everything was going well um no real issues and then we found out that we were pregnant with our second daughter um i was a site manager at the time you know running a few jobs and then had a friend pass away back home quite tra- tragic circumstances uh, and for me that was the kind of first real loss i've ever had of someone close to me um so it it was about a year before I could get back to Scotland to kind of you know be there at his his grave and it kind of it hit me then that I had lost someone it kind of felt like we just we hadn't spoke for a while because you know he's on one side of the world I'm here um and you know I was grieving the whole time but it wasn't until I was standing over his grave and I was like it hit me so and then when I came back to Australia it's that was when I really started to like you know my mental health started to slip a little. Um, I, you know, was angry all of the time. I was obviously pissed off that my mate had passed away. Um, was working a lot. Things just started to kind of feel like they were snowballing. So, you know, I was arguing with my wife at the time. I was kind of angry. They used to call me the angry Scotsman on sites. I'd be running around like shouting at everyone and just, you know, mm. things just weren't good. Like I wasn't. I could just feel within myself that something, you know, everything just felt like a struggle didn't want to get out of bed in the morning. Like I was constantly thinking about what was going on at work. You know, me and my partner weren't getting on great, young family, you know, all of the kind of standard stuff. Mm-hmm. I went to mental health, uh, went to the doctor, got a mental health plan, got, you know, spoke to somebody and kind of came out, understood that it was, you know, this is normal. You, you're grieving for the loss of a friend, you know, things, the, these things are going to happen. So I kind of got back on the path of, things were going good and then it happened again had a friend here pass away um again pretty drastic circumstances and then that kind of just snowballed again it got me thinking about life you know both of these guys had two young uh, two young kids young family like me and it really got me thinking like you know shit what am I doing with my life like you know life's going by so fast and you know I'm, I'm like you know I'm working too much I've got a young family and again the the anxiety and the stress all kicked back in. And this time it was kind of upped a little bit. Like it felt worse. You know, everything I was struggling to breathe half the time. It was everything just felt like it was closing in on me. Um, and I was like, right, something, something has to change here. Like I'm just not in where I want to be. And it took a while the second time for me to realize this. And it was my partner said to me, like, you know, you I can see that you're not in a good place again. And I was just Again, going through the motions, I was like, no, I'll be fine, I'll be fine, I'll be fine. And then I got to a point where I was like, no, actually, yeah, I I need to go. So again, went back to the doctor, got on medication and things picked up. But I was still was like, I, I need to do something like this. You know, two friends have just passed away. I don't want to be in construction all my life. But, and I didn't know what to do or where to go. And I, I went to see a, a clairvoyant 
and she she taught me a few things and said you know the best way to remember your friends or your your friend who passed away is to live life like they would and I mm. thought I'm, I'm going to do something different I want to give back I want to live life for a purpose I didn't know what it was and I I went to our personal development weekend just because I was starting to think about things differently I started to do some personal development books audibles and um there was a guy called Peter Kuna, uh, and he was on stage, and he was the head coach. And what he was able to do within the space of half an hour with two or three different people just help them, you know, look at life differently and you know change their situation from victim to you know going somewhere. I was like, I want to do that. Like, I want to be able to help somebody change their life. Like, how do I do this? So I went and did their coaching course. I became one of their their coaches, um, and. Oh, we just coaching life coaching, general coaching people who have goals, aspirations. And I thought, you know, this is I can see what it's doing for me mm. on a personal level. Like I was being more mindful. I was starting to, you know, I was starting to meditate. I was starting to look into ways to manage my anxiety. I was still having the anxiety around going to site, you know, waking up in the morning thinking, you know, have I ordered concrete? Do I have enough people coming on site? You know, all of the things that mm. are standard stock site stuff. But it was getting to the point where I was starting to get anxious again so I started to use you know some of the breath work on the way into work so by the time I got to work all the anxiety had dropped and I was good to go like I was good for the day um so I started to just do all of these little things and thought you know these this is working like this is I want to give this back and I thought I've learned all this stuff over the past three years that's helped me as a person it's helped me on site you know I was people were starting to notice things you know they were like how are you so like cool, calm and collective? You know, there'd be things happening on site and I would just like completely contrast to being that angry Scotsman. It was like a complete flip to like one of the guys used to call me the Zen master. He's like, you're just so cool and calm. I'm like, well, nobody's died. Like, you know, if whatever happens today, we can clear up and we can come back tomorrow and start again. And it was just a complete mind shift change. And I thought, you know, there's so many men in the construction industry that could benefit from this. Um, so then I started to just have conversations with guys about it and about what I was doing. And the more and more conversations I had, it was like people who you would never think would talk about this stuff. And they were like, oh, yeah, I've tried this and it's helped me, you know, get through a bad time or, you know, and I thought, okay, there's something here. So I, I, I rang around like a few of the, you know, the building agencies and the um, master builders. And I said to them, you know, what's, what's out there for our guys? And they introduced me to like mates in construction and, you know, a lot of the, the, the suicide stuff, which is obviously massive in our industry, it's needed. But I was like, is there nothing like prior to this? Is there no like, you know, wellness improvement? Is there no personal development for the guys? And I, in my 17 years and being in the trade, both, you know, in the UK and here, I had certainly never seen anything, but I just wasn't sure whether it, it was on the bigger sites. And I pretty much got a no. Everyone's like, nah, there's not really anything like that. And I was like, shh. Yeah, that's a huge gap that we're missing to go from depression to suicide talks that's the only two things in the industry which are all well and good there is an awareness I was like but need to be taking the guys sitting them down and saying right what's working for you where are you in life and where do you want to be and then helping them bridge that gap but also helping them understand why they got to where they're at the habits that they kept doing and so yeah of the past what are we now probably 14, 15 months, I've been um, reaching out to individuals, I've been talking to companies and just trying to push the message pretty much that, you know, this is huge for our industry. It not only helps the men as individuals become, you know, better men, 
fathers, partners, but if we were to have a site where, you know, people weren't screaming and shouting and things were able to work better, you men would be able to be a little bit more, well, they don't have to be like happy and dancing and high-fiving with each other, you know, no one's going to see that on a site, you know. But if they were just to understand that, you know, it's life's not as bad as it, it, it feels, there's more ways to manage this shit. That's what I'm now doing. Yeah, well, it's amazing, mate. And and so a lot of it's working one-on-one with, with these people in the industry. Lendlease is proudly sponsoring the Brick by Brick podcast. They're committed to the health and safety of their people and those they work with and have been acknowledged externally for their focus on providing healthy workplaces. Lendlease is certified as a globally healthy workplace in recognition of their focus on employee health and well-being. In addition, Lendlease won the multinational employer category at the six Global Healthy Workplace Awards. They have a holistic approach to health and well-being and continue to grow their focus around mental health. Lendlease genuinely care and are out there not just to make a difference in their organization, but in construction and society as a whole. We're very proud to have Lendlease as a sponsor of the Brick by Brick podcast. Yeah, so my, my, my main aim is to, rather than just have, I have a, a presentation, a four-hour presentation around, you know, wellness and how to manage your anxiety and, you know, the things to do, the, the mind sh- shift change between when you leave work, when you go home and vice versa, you know, when you leave home in the morning to go and work, you know, just little tips and things. But then uh, it's uh, more with them one-on-one. Yeah. So the, the four-hour awareness presentations and the, you know, are you okay days, or you know, they're awesome. But there needs to be another level of, like, sitting down with the guys and saying, right, okay, like this is what I've done for the past five years. It hasn't worked for me. Okay, so let's yeah. look into that. Now, where, where is this coming from? You know, whether it's drugs, whether it's alcohol, whether it's bad relationships, whether it's gambling, just letting them understand that these are all you know, part and parcel of life, but there's ways that you can stop them. You know, there's ways that you can improve your life. It doesn't have to be that kind of dead end. And with with the trade industry, a lot of it is week to week. So, you know, the guys are getting paid week to week or, you know, they don't think any further than that. Yeah. And I want to kind of take them to like a a place where they can look at life right now. It might be shitty. You know, they might feel like they're working 12 hours a week. They might, they're 12 hours a day, sorry, which isn't uncommon in the industry. But it's like, okay, what are you doing it for? Like you may hate your job, you may hate what you're doing, but what is it? You know, what is it doing for you? It's putting a roof over your head. You know, it's 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 putting clothes on your kids' backs. Okay, so what's the next five years look like for you? Spanning out a little bit so that it doesn't feel like they're kind of stuck in that one space. They're actually doing it for something. Um, and then you know, what other goals have they got? Like what I find is that the construction industry, the trade is their identity. So you know, I'm a plumber, I'm a sparky, I'm a you know, capita. And then there's like, okay, no, no, that's that's your job. You who are you? Like who are you out with that? Who are you for your family? Who are you for your kids? Like who are you for yourself? Um, they get stuck because they pretty much spend, you know, 75% of their life at work. Come I was home. gonna say, like, because that's that's so interesting. But yeah, that's what I was gonna ask you. Is it it's is that be just because like they're it's taking it's dominating your life more than a lot of other industries. So they that just becomes their identity. I guess. Yeah, I, I think so. I think so. You know, like for the for the majority of guys, they're at work. You know, six days a week isn't uncommon in the construction industry. Yeah. You know, I know when I started out, I used to work for a company and we would do 12 hour days, seven days a week. 
three weeks solid. And a lot of guys do this. The money is great because, you you know, when you're a young lad, for me, it helped fund, you know, a, a place back home, you know, yeah. coming, traveling. But there's still guys who are doing that yet in their 50s, you know, the late 50s. That, and that's all that they know. How, how do you sustain How the hell can uh, you sustain that? The energy drinks is the next thing. Like there's just constant caffeine, yeah. energy drinks, and like there's other, you know, I've seen, you know, other things being used on, on sites and it's, it's just wearing down and wearing down and wearing down. So it's while you're doing it for a purpose, while you're doing it for the money and it's great, there has to become a point where you're like, okay, draw a line in the sand and say, right, I got to myself to a point. Now I want to enjoy what I'm doing. I don't want to be doing this till I'm 50, 60. And that's another thing I learned that, if I was to be told a lot of the the financial things now, as a twenty one year old, I would be in such a better financial state than what I am now. Like you know, if someone was to have sat me down and said, right, okay, you know, put X amount away into an account that you don't touch, or you know, just manage your your money better, I would be in such a better financial state. But I was never told. Like you know, it's just get to work. You you know, you work your 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 wage your week. You get your wage back at the end of the week, and, and that's it. And I was, you know, those guys who I know who are still working, you know, their 50s and 60s because they didn't do that or because they've, you know, they're failed marriages. So they're like playing child support for the kids. And mm-hmm. it's just, there's, there's a whole load of things it comes under. And that's another one, like relationships in the building industry. I know so many um, broken marriages and, you know, unfortunately mine, mine became one of them. Um, I have a, an ex-partner and three kids, but we share the kids and we have a great relationship, which is very unusual. And um, that's another thing that I hear, like, you know, guys don't get to see their kids because they've got a bad relationship with their partner or, you know, they can't, the two of them can't put their own shit and their ego aside for the sake of their kids, which yeah. is very common. And uh, unfortunately in these days, it's very common when it comes to separations and marriages, but it's like, if I can do it with my partner, there's no reason why other people can't sort it. And it's like, there's a lot of things I've done that I wish I hadn't done, but they're now lessons. Mm. You know, there's things that I, I've learned the hard way. And at the time it feels like it's the end of the world, but now looking back, it's, it's a lesson I've learned from that. I'm like, okay, I was, it was me that was in the wrong there. Or maybe I, you know, I, I reacted rather than I should respond. And it's educating the guys that yes, this may be the life that you're living, but it doesn't have to be like, if you're not happy, you can fix it. Yeah. And what I get from a lot of guys is, oh, you know, I don't talk about my stuff. I tell the boys down at the pub. I'm like, okay, so all the guys down at the pub, the social aspect is perfect, but all the guys down in the pub are in the exact same spot as you. So it's just an echo chamber of you all talking about the same shit, but nobody's actually fixing each other. Nobody's actually yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. That, that makes so much sense because, you know, they're all, it's sort of mutually sharing the frustration and all these things they're going through, but not having any solution or any, you know, knowledge to go and make that change. And that's just, you know, doesn't lead to anything positive. It's just crazy. So I guess it's like, um, yeah, we, that, that change in the industry is. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. 
Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. It's just so, so important. Um, what, what do you see as the biggest issue in the industry? Like, would you say it's to do with the education on this? Is it to do with, you know, the working hours? I know there's a lot of talk about in the companies we've spoken to about, you know, changing it to have five day work weeks instead of these six day work weeks. Is it to do with that? Or, you know, what, what, what would you say is like the most important issue in the industry to address at the moment? I definitely think with the way that the, the suicide rate is going, it's definitely more education um, yeah. about speaking up for, for one and letting guys know that if you're feeling like this, one, it's normal. There's people to speak to. Don't bottle it up. Don't, you know, obviously think that the only way out is to to do something that you know it's not going to benefit anybody. Um, I think that's number one because the the rates suicide is not something I've ever really had much of a a drive to. But the more and more I did the mate stuff and the um you know the spoken to the the TX guys and I've looked into the suicide rates. It's it's, it's phenomenal. Um, so I think mm. that's number one. Educating them, telling them that you know this is we need to have more conversations about you know why you are feeling the way you are. Um, the five day work week definitely benefit, you know, having that proper two day rest because of the, because of the hours and because of the, you know, the workload, but a lot of the guys, you know, Saturday morning is ingrained in them and it's, again, it's educating them that that's maybe how it was. It doesn't have to be, you know, five days, you know, spend a Saturday morning on site then go home and, now, don't go straight to the pub. Like, don't spend time with your family. Go and do things. Do something for yourself and then have a Sunday rest. Uh, I think that the five-day work week is definitely uh, would be a, a good option so that they can actually have time to to switch off because another thing that you find was, you know, depending on what role you're in. So, like, you know, as a, as a site manager, my phone could be going off from half five in the morning until half 10, 11 o'clock at night. Like, you don't really get the chance to switch off. And as much as you know our partners are like oh could you put that down it's like you are the sole responsibility for a site so you've got deliveries coming in you've got you know people who might not turn up the next day like there's a it's not like a clock out at five and that's it done so it's a very bit yeah and it's like so frustrating yeah it it's but i think it's managing the frustration like i think it's having the the foreknowledge to say okay this is this is what i do okay this is my this is my job and you know you have to have that conversation with your partner and uh, but also there has to be some set of boundaries where you can like you can turn your phone off and yeah. say, okay, like this can be dealt with the next day i think it's workload as well like you know there's a construction industry a construction site is is a constant evolving thing it's never going to run smooth there's always going to be these ups and downs but it's it's how you manage that. It's how you manage the state of, okay, a big one is responding rather than reacting. I think that was one of the biggest changes I saw in me, but I also could see in other people that, you know, if something goes wrong, it was an instantaneous snap to blame somebody or, you know, rip somebody out for what they didn't do rather than step back and say, okay, that's not ideal. Let's mm. 
okay, regroup, like what can we do? Like who, you know, what was wrong there? How can we redo it? And it's, and I mean, it's easy to say, like, but in, you know, on a site when there's a million one things going around, it's very easy to get into that kind of, you know, you're getting pulled left, right and center from all different, you know, trades, suppliers, you know, you've got, depending on what type of job it is, you might have, you know, I did a lot of work at um, Sydney Uni. So you've got like the, the uni staff, plus you've got students around, like there's a, there's a lot of moving parts, but mm. I think it's coming back to yourself at certain points and like, you know, taking five minutes to just digest everything. Like then you can think clearer, you can um, make better decisions. You know, you can, you're, you're not reacting just out of impulse you're actually thinking right okay well, this has happened okay so i need to get such and such on the phone to come and help me do this or i need to you know close this side of the site off so there's it's i think it's it's a fast-paced industry but i you know, i think there's definitely ways that we can manage it on site if we educate our guys properly and also yep. the flip side of that is you know changing the mindset of guys now most people who work on site know at least one or two people who are like the grumpy tradesmen you know they've been there for years they're whinge and moan about coming to site every day but they'll come back and do it like they'll just constantly do it because that's all that they know you know there may be you know late 40s or late 50s but it's like okay i get it you, you can't retrain there's nothing else you can do how about you just flip your mindset on like you've actually got a job you know you've got something that's worthwhile you get paid well you actually have a job you know that puts food on the table it's just changing the mindset that okay this might not be ideal but what's the benefits for you and then when you go home, you can do your own thing. Like it's yeah, there's definitely a lot of moving parts of the industry that I could I could pinpoint that we need to change, but that I think just educating the guys. Yeah. Firstly, um, and showing them there's other people who are doing these things and that they work. Like there's, you know, for me it's like I, I kind of lead from a, a a point of this is where I was. I know what it's like to be on the dark side. Yeah. And how you know how the sites can run you down and how it can be but if you choose to better yourself if you choose that okay this is just my job this isn't my identity and you can separate the two it becomes a hell of a lot easier oh god yeah and, and i think you know it's so powerful that you're out there doing that you know having people like yourself who have been in the industry they can relate to that's that's how you resonate you know that's what i've seen through where the mental health talks that I've done when I've been into schools or companies or wherever you go, you know, it's like if you can give them a message from your own personal experience that they relate to, then they're, they're going to listen more. So, and, you know, it's so true what you're saying as well about um, education. And also this is a pretty broad area. It's fantastic that we've got things like mates and all these other awareness things, but also we need practical stuff. You know, the awareness is good but we need like what you're doing. How do we actually teach them the skills, the tangible things to make those changes? How do you, how do you get, get that to start happening? Because, you know, that's, that's the hard part because like you can have all the information in the world and you can have even the best intention to go and make these changes. But if you don't actually, you know, create the habit, if you don't take that action and a lot of the time people won't because they're just too overwhelmed or, too many other, you know, too many bad habits, then no change happens. So it's really, really important to be like ten, you know, on the ground. How to, let, let's work with you guys. Let's actually drill in. How, what are we going to change? You know, let's track that. That's like very, very important. Yeah, it's massive. So it's 
I had the, a kind of a four stage to change that I kind of implement and explain to the guys. It's like the first one is um, awareness, being aware of like, okay, this isn't working for me. Or, you know, I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm grumpy all the time with the kids or I'm shouting at the kids or, you know, I don't keep friends. I don't have any friends, you know, I, just the awareness of something isn't right in your life. And then the second one is ownership saying, right, okay, I'm going to take ownership of this. This is either a, a me problem. It's me. Who's the the one who's always arguing. It's me. You know, I can't keep up like a relationship or I'm in a bad environment. I'm in a bad place. I need to take ownership of this and do something about it. And then the third one is getting educated. So, you know, we live in the world where there's everything on social media, YouTube, you know, you've got chat GPT. Now you can like Google anything you want. There's no reason why somebody can't find the knowledge. There's, you know, we, yeah. we live in a world where it's it's on a palm of our hand. Like you can literally Google what's wrong with you or you can like, you know, listen to an audible and it. There's no reason. But the four, the, the last one and the fourth one is it's the accountability. Like yeah. We're, you need somebody to hold you accountable. Like we're all well and good saying, I'll go to the gym tomorrow. You know, I'm going to start fresh next week. I'll start, I'll stop eating this or, you know, I'll, I'll lay off the beer or, you know, we all have that good intention, but life our bad habits always kick in yep. and take over that. So the selling us of what we do and what we used to do because it was comfortable, we'll go back to that. Whereas if you have someone accountable, like a coach or a mentor or a men's group, somewhere where they can say, right, okay, what are you doing? What have you done this week? Those small kind of action steps. That's what helps the progression. So yes. we need to, four guys need to be sitting them down and having either group sessions or you know one-on-one sessions men will open up more about what's going on for them but in a group setting they kind of see that there's other guys going through the similar situation or there's guys that you know they may be thinking something but somebody else will say or ask the question is like oh shit yeah that's right actually i feel the same so it's yeah it's getting them those those areas for them to feel you know whether it is just a one-on-one with me like going into what's on for them they may feel that you know comfortable or that might be a bit too intense for them so we do it in a group session where everyone's working on the same things it's i think it's just the education that this is you know if you want to improve yourself you know you're gonna have to do these kind of what might seem strange and uncomfortable things about talking about this stuff or you know doing these small habit adjustments every day cutting out some of the stuff you know the bad foods or you know cutting out the bad people like the, the environments you know that those those five guys that you go to the pub to every night and you know you see them five days a week and you talk about the same shit if none of them are improving yourself then it you need to step up and say okay i'm going to do this and what you'll find is they'll go they'll either go one of two ways they'll go oh look at him what's he doing trying to better himself or they'll go oh what's he doing what is it you're doing and then you know, you improve the guys around you, but exactly. it just takes that step of being that one person to say, okay, enough is enough. Like, I can't keep doing this. I, you know, I, I deserve better or I want better. And the only way you can do that is just by going out and just telling the guys that this is here. This is what's been done. This is what you can do. The option's there. Absolutely. No, I love love everything that you've said here. And we... um finish up with five closing questions but before i go into that um just want to ask you what are what are some things that you personally do on a daily basis or you know regular basis to look after your your well-being your mental health you know do you have sort of things that you do to check in with yourself and daily rituals and things like that 
Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So for me, meditation is a massive one. Um, it's it's been huge in calming things down for me internally, but also just in general. So like, I have three young girls, and trying to get them out the door in the morning can be crazy to go to school. So once I've dropped them off to school, irrespective of where I'm going, whether I'm going to a site or whether I'm going to a meeting or whether I'm you know doing something else, I'll stop in the car I'll park up somewhere and I'll just do either a five or a 10 minute meditation, just sitting, just thinking about nothing. Mm-hmm. And I found that just, it, it drops the fog of everything. It helps me think clearer. Um, and sometimes I'll do this on the way home as well. Like bef- before I get to the kids or before I get to a meeting or before site, I will just stop and do it. And it just brings me back to, doesn't feel like everything's running away from you as when you've got a you know a, a tick list of things to do or you have a mental list of things it can feel like you're constantly running chasing yourself so meditation is is a huge one and it can be as simple as just stopping and you know, putting the headphones in and doing a guided one um mm-hmm. i have a, have a couple from um, a guy who, who's taught me uh and breath work as well so i have a, a, a box breathing is something that i learned and mm. i utilize this this is one of the first things that I used to do um, on the way to work in the morning. I would do it in traffic because I would be thinking about on my way to work, I would start, I could feel the stress of the day coming. I could feel, you know, things are getting overwhelmed and I should do this in traffic on the way to work. And by the time I got to work, I was on a level, I was zoned. I knew where, what I needed to do for the day, who I needed to speak to. And I could just think clearer mm. and both of them, breath work and the meditation have been, been huge for me. I love those. Yeah. Both, you know, so, and box breathing is great and a really, you know, good practical thing for people to put into practice. So yeah, I think that's really, really great. Thank you for sharing those. Um, So yeah, these final, these five questions can be sort of just whatever answers come to mind. Um, But the first one is what's your best childhood memory that comes to mind? Oh, best childhood memory. So I was born in Germany because my dad was in the British forces um and in 91 just before the gulf war we took a like a winnebago camper and yeah. we did like a tour of like the it's called the black forest in germany in switzerland and for me that's a huge childhood memory like that i still yeah. think back that it was like yeah it was almost like a time that land the time forgot it was just feels so far away that's one of my favorite childhood memories love that love that um what do you think is currently the biggest issue in in the construction industry um definitely suicide and mental health like i think you know it's i don't know whether it's because it's now the field that i'm in or if it's just because it's you know everything that's happened over the past three or three years but i hear a lot of guys taking their own life and i just think it's such a waste of life um and i think to stem from an industry where I've grown up in, it's just, I can't imagine that being an option and why it should push us that far. So I think that's definitely a huge one right now. That's a massive one, yeah. And and where do you see the industry heading in the next sort of five, 10, 20 years? Do you see it improving in, in mental health in these areas or a bit of sort of a bit of both or yeah, where do you see it going? I definitely think I definitely think there's going to be an improvement because there's a lot more talk of it now, and there's a lot more people doing the work. There's a lot more people raising the awareness. Um, 
what my fear is is that it flips the complete opposite way and it becomes used as just a tool for lazy people i see a lot of that especially with the younger generation coming up of you know how you know i'm not saying that they lack resilience but a lot of the younger generation are a lot easier to cry mental health rather than actually be the issue and that my fear is that it gets it gets used as that kind of boy cry wolf thing when the guys are having a bad day they just don't want to come into work um or they use it as an excuse so i definitely think we're heading in the right direction i just hope it doesn't fully flip very relevant point exactly it's it's got to be that middle ground and yeah i can totally see what you mean by how that could happen um what's your personal definition of happiness Freedom for me. Freedom's always yeah. like, you see, I have hustled to happiness behind me and it's a, a motto that I go in. And, and for me, it's happiness isn't easy. It's not something that comes easy to a lot of people. But if you work on it, if you implement the things and, you know, you take that, the freedom that comes with that is is huge. You know, whether that's the freedom to choose what you want to do or just not feeling that you're, you're, you're stuck because a lot of people just feel that like they're stuck in a situation and that's the only place that they're going. Whereas, you know, if you start working on yourself, you start working on your your mindset, your happiness, your your environment, then it gives you a lot of uh, personal and financial freedom. So, yeah, it definitely comes down to the freedom of being able to do things. Yeah, it's a massive one. And your final one, what are you most proud of? Um, I think... For me, it's when my girls point out the work that I'm doing. Like I have a 10-year-old, a 7-year-old and 2-year-old and they know that daddy is coaching and helping people. And it's the little things that I've taught them. So I teach them meditation and, you know, me and their, their mum are a very kind of conscious parents where we're teaching them the things that we were never taught. You know, it's like that that phrase that instead of giving your kids, giving your kids what you didn't have, teach them what you didn't know. Hmm. So for me, it's the the progression that I've had that I've seen and people have pointed out over the five years of my personal development journey and what I'm able to give back to them. So, yeah, I'm, I'm very proud of that because I think if I hadn't have sorted myself out, I would be completely different. And my kids would probably have they definitely have a different dad and that may have given them a different outlook on life. I love that. I love that, mate. Well, yeah, thank you for being so open. And, you know, I'm 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 sure everyone who listens to this is going to take so much out of it. Um, a final thing, anyone listening, if they want to learn more about you, I'll put this in the show notes, but where can they go? Where should we send them? The uh, main places are so Facebook, um, Aaron WD, Aaron William Daniel Huey, Instagram, um, Aaron Huey, Coach to the Tradies, uh, LinkedIn as well. Yep. Um, and my website is um, hustletopcoaching.com. Uh, and feel free to reach out with any questions or if I can help in any way, whether it's speaking to your team or, you know, it's a, uh, just even having a general conversation. Like I'm open book like I've been on this podcast. I just want to help as much people understand that there's a different way of life. So if I can help in any way on any facet, please reach out. Amazing. Well, again, anyone listening, all the links will be in the show notes, so make sure to check it out. And Huey, thank you so much for making the time, mate. Thank you for the work you're doing. I think you're 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 doing an amazing job and probably saving lives. So it's incredibly important. And uh, would love to stay in touch. And yeah, appreciate you making the time. 
appreciate it, Nick. Likewise, um, yeah, we'd love to do do as much as much possible to help you with what you're doing as well. So, thank you so much, man. I appreciate it. Cheers, brother. Have a good one. Thanks to Aaron Huey for joining me today on Brick by Brick, and again a huge thank you to Lendlease for sponsoring this podcast. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com/pack for free shipping and three hundred and sixty-five day returns.